Welcome to Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham. Scott is alongside, as always. Hello, Scott. Sean, holy cow. Guess what? Today it was 20 degrees, and I forgot what curling is. Yeah, so here in the nation's capital, uh, the flooding has mildly subsided. I went back to work today for the first time in a week. Wow. Um, so that was something else. Uh, the bridge, the Portage Bridge is still closed here. Uh, bad traffic, I have to say. Uh, I was on the bus on the way over here, and the traffic is terrible. So hopefully everyone's doing well uh, here in the nation's capital, certainly out east as well, and uh, the folks out there in, in the west with the fires. So hopefully everyone's doing okay, doing being safe. Uh, but Scott, you said, like you said, it's 20 degrees today. It was 20 degrees yesterday. But there was curling going on at the Ottawa Curling Club, the... Uh, the Gordy Perry. The Gordy Perry field. ended. Uh, the, I like whoever runs the... Twitter account for the Ottawa Curling Club because mm-hmm. after the Gordy Perry, uh, the, the Bondsfield tweeted that, hey, it's the last day, they subtweeted and just said, thank God it's over. <laughs> um, yeah, long uh, long season this year, Sean. Yeah, and, and fun note that I don't know if this is true, but I've heard that the ice makers will do this at the Gordy Perry. The last draw, they turn off the plant. Uh, at the start of the game <laughs> to just screw with the players because it's the last game of the year and who really cares nice so they they mess around with the, the teams i've heard yeah we've never made it to uh sunday <laughs> don't want to either uh i like playing in it when i played in it i have no desire to make it to the second sunday so uh but i did go during the spiel i didn't play at all cleared out cleaned out the locker yeah uh so uh ready to to move into the summer yes we are but but wait sean curling gods have blessed us with one final event and holy cow the curling gods are blessing me with a phone call that's weird um so yeah so one more event the grand final of the inaugural curling world cup is going on here over in beijing and scott the having had the opportunity to live in china in beijing a few years ago there's one thing that i know is in the spring it is perfect curling weather in Beijing. This is madness to me. I've it was bad enough to do the the events in China in September, where they openly discussed how difficult it was to make the ice because yes. it was so hot. But now they're doing it again, and uh, they're going to Beijing. Of course, the the Olympics are going to be in Beijing in twenty twenty two. Now I'm not sure where they're doing this. Uh, I don't think the ice. Or the, the water cube has been transitioned yet to the ice cube. Uh, I, I don't believe that's happened as yet. So uh, I'm not quite sure where they're going to do this. Probably where they had the world championship uh, a couple of years ago, the women's world championship. But I would expect, Scott, smallish crowds. Yeah, yeah, Sean, it is. Uh, it, it's The venue is the newly opened Shaogang Arena in Beijing, which will host the grand final three years before the 2022 Olympics take place in the city. Yes. So the venue has been constructed from the former Steel City workshops and is a prominent training center for the 2022 Olympics. And now I'm done reading. Okay. All right. Good stuff. So, uh, so yeah. So, you know, we, we preview these events because we enjoy it. We like it. 
this one feels really forced, I have to say, from the scheduling standpoint. These curling World Cups, we've talked about it a lot. I'm not sure who asked for them. I'm still not entirely sure what the point of them was. The format, the Rocks Across the Pond guys have, have done this. I've, I've talked about this and done a great job talking about this. That the double round robin doesn't seem to make that much sense from a competitive standpoint. Mm-hmm. It, it it just seems really strange. So while I like the idea of this national event that's separate from the world championship, the execution of this one hasn't really felt quite right there are no stakes to it the fact that gushu and jennifer jones opted to play in the the skins game rather than the third leg which was announced in the summer to me is a good sign that the players haven't really quite bought into this quite yet yeah sean it's it's really telling that that those two teams opted not to do it i don't know if they got feedback from cooey and homan who went and said "Eh, yeah it's a it's a spiel you know whatever because that's sort of the impression that i got yeah when when they announced they weren't going i said this is world curling or world cup is in trouble unless what its goal is is to boost curling in the pacific asia region which it might have managed to to do we just don't know because we don't because we don't we don't live there it's true but from all accounts the money for this event is being put up primarily by Chinese interest. Yes. So yes. It, it makes sense that there's the two events in China and to boost the the profile of the sport there. So, you know, the long-term viability of this, who knows, but certainly uh, we'll see we'll see where it goes from here. But we have, Scott, what, 24 teams <laughs> heading to Beijing. You it's got it. A, a long way away. Uh, but they're heading there. Some of them will already be there as we record this. So as we like to do, let's go through the field. We'll talk about how each team qualified and give a bit of a, a primer for how we expect the week to go. Yeah, it's going to be a quick one because we got to get out of here. We do. Uh, so let's start with the women. Yes. Uh, the first team will be Team China. Jiang uh, Yuli... Yule- Go for it. What was it? <laughs> it's Team Jiang. Oh, Team Jiang. Right. Yeah, obviously. Uh, yeah, so they qualify by way of being the hosting member association. The yes. We don't have anything to say about these teams. We'll give picks at the end. Yeah. We've talked a lot about curling. Yi Lun Jiang. Yi Lun Jiang. Yeah. Easy uh, for you to say. Very straightforward. Uh, so next on the docket, I have uh, Jennifer Jones here in the same pool. Yeah, this is uh, the spate they, uh, spot that they got for Rachel Holman winning the first leg. Yeah, so we saw Rachel Holman a couple weeks ago at the Champions Cup. That's and, right. And, uh, of course, with uh, Joe and Courtney did not play in that event uh, as, as both she and Rachel Holman are pregnant. Rachel Holman was showing, which she really wasn't at the Scotties. Not really, uh, no. So, so she was showing, and they made the decision that because Joe and Courtney couldn't play long flight, all those reasons, they're not going back to China. Makes sense that they decided not to. Also, I think it makes sense for Jennifer Jones to go as the team that should have potentially played in the third leg. Probably, I think it's pretty fair to say they're the second best team in the country. And if they want to go, great. Yeah, well, it's interesting you say that they're the second best team in the country. They're not bringing their whole team to this event. That's true. Uh, Shannon Burchard is going to come and play second in place of Jocelyn Peterman, who just competed at the mixed doubles 
and Jill Officer is going to play lead. So much for that step back from the game, Aish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is uh, this is Jill Officer's second trip to China to play uh, in her in her year taking a step back. Uh, but this makes a lot of sense because those four people uh, are, are not four. She was Caitlin Laws wasn't there at the Scotties last year, uh, mm-hmm. but I mean Jennifer Jones certainly knows the other two. Yeah, for uh, sure. They've won championships, so I mean Don McEwen is great. Right, obviously, Tommy Kuhn is great. Jocelyn Peterman is a very good player as well. But you, you know, it'd be hard. You're, I'd be hard pressed to say that this team is worse with this configuration than the other configuration. Yeah, no, they're, they'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> next team on the list, uh, Team Japan, Suzuki Fujisawa. They get in by virtue of winning the event in Omaha, and uh, they're pretty good. Yeah, we love this team. They're I, really fun to I, watch. I gotta yeah. say, like, I, I really hope that, I hope that Rona's there. I hope that Rona does a lot of YouTube games, and I hope that Rona does a lot of Setsuki Fujisawa <laughs> games. That that is what I want out of this week. I want if it's two o'clock in the morning and I can't sleep and I go onto YouTube, I would just want to listen to Rona calling Setsuki Fujisawa games. That's what I want for the end of the season. And that'd really put you to rest. Eh? Yeah. Uh, right on. Uh, next winner, the third leg in Yun Koping is Team South Korea, Minji Kim. Yes, but so let's sorry, let's let's stay with pools here actually, because uh, Nina Roth is in this pool with the other three. Uh, with uh, China, Canada, and Japan. Yeah. All right. So Nina Roth, the USA yeah. gets in by virtue of being the highest ranked federation not already qualified on the women's side that's how they decided their special invite team yeah and and it's curious we've talked about this a bunch with usa curling that i mean usa curling said to me the representative at the continental cup said that we have not put jamie sinclair ahead of nina roth and okay i i don't know if i believe them when they say that but nina roth is here i would wonder what this selection process was within usa curling because the spot goes to the member association and then the, the internal discussions about how they determine the team. So Nina Roth versus Jamie Sinclair here. I mean, honestly, this season, you could put the two in a hat, really. And I, I don't know if Jamie Sinclair, Nina Roth, have, have, I mean, Jamie Sinclair obviously won the national championship. But in terms of Grand Slam performances, Nina Roth hasn't been at very many. But Jamie Sinclair's had a bit of a down year from what we expected. Better than Nina Roth? I think so, but ultimately, it, it's a curious thing now. I, you know, going into the season, I think it was obvious or clear cut that Jamie Sinclair was the favorite for Beijing. I think she still is. I just don't think it's as overwhelming as it was going into this year. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Um, perhaps the reason they weren't invited is because Sarah Anderson is playing mixed doubles with Corey Dropkin, potentially, and uh, and Monica Walker has decided to take a step, step back. back from curling. So. Uh, could be a reason for that there. So much for this being super fast. Pool B. Pool B. You mentioned right. Minji Kim. Minji Kim from South Korea won in Omaha. Uh, long season for them. They've played in tons of events. We'll see how it goes here. Uh, then we've got the next two highest ranking remaining associations. Sweden and Anna Hasselberg and Russia with Anna Sidorova. Battle of the Annas going on. And finally, Sean, something that's a bit curious, uh, the world champions were each awarded a spot. And so this goes to Switzerland. Yes. And they, on the women's side, did not compete in any of the previous legs. Right. So there was not a Swiss representative. Team Terranzoni has not played in one of these things. And now here they are at the grand final. It's so strange to me because when this was presented, 
maybe we just didn't read it closely enough in August, but it was presented as the grand final is going to be the winners. You win your way to the to grand, the grand final. final. So what I think would have been really interesting is, and th- th- you're never going to do this because it's in China and China didn't win anything, but why not just take the nine teams that won? You have three men's teams, three women's teams. Who cares if they're all from the same country? And they play like a best of 11. So I don't know. But you just like play off. Like that would be a grand final. This is like the Champions League in soccer. Where you don't have to actually win your league to get right. to the Champions League. So the name is actually a misnomer because you're not a champion, but you're in the league, which I've never really enjoyed. Same thing here. Like you didn't really necessarily have to do much to get to the grand final, especially Tiranzoni in the case of they didn't participate in these. This is the grand final for the World Cup. She did not participate in the World Cup. Yes. So I'm, I'm just confused. Well, your confusion is well met, Sean. Yeah. Mo- moving on to the men's side. <laughs> uh, do we want to do our predictions for this first? Sure. Or, uh... Let's. Yeah. So what we do for the World Cup, different from our normal predictions, we pick one team from each group. And then we pick a winner. So not as many points at stake here as there are in our normal event picks. But I need one point to cinch the the victory. Yeah, you do. So for this one, give me Jennifer Jones, as I'm contractually obligated to pick Jennifer Jones in all things. And also on the Group B side, I I will take Anna Hasselberg. Oh, I'm shocked. So, uh, and then I will take Jennifer Jones to win. I believe she won the China Open, uh, or at least they, made it to the final. They the went China to the Open. China Open, but they lost. Yeah. So you're picking that uh, wholly unpredictable Canada Sweden final. Yes. Good for you. Sean. Going on, going out on the limb. Yeah, you really are. You're a real champ, leaving me all these points. Uh, I'm gonna pick Japan against pff, world champion Switzerland and Switzerland to win. The grand final, having competed at only one event. Wow. What's up? Wow. Bold. I am a bold man. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, let's move over to the men's side. Let's start in Group A. We'll start with Canadians there, where Matt Dunstone and his squad are competing after they won the third leg over in Jönköping, Sweden. And so they are there after, let's say, an underwhelming performance in the last two grand slam events but they're there you know we talked about at the time that event in sweden seemed like a big deal for them they lost that that final in saskatchewan to kirk myers and his team and then the the next two times we've seen them have been a little down maybe this is a team though this will get them going again get them back up and and maybe they'll have a good week yeah sean we'll see but uh as we'll find out again they're in kind of the pool of death here a little bit. Uh, so let's go to uh, Ba Dishin from China. He got in by being at the Chinese team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know he sure did. Not a bad, uh, not a bad way to do it. Uh, next in the pool, team John Schuster from the United States gets in for winning that second leg in Omaha. Omaha, Omaha, and he'll be in the same pool as his nemesis. <laughs> Nicholas Adeen, or maybe rather Nicholas Adeen's nemesis, yeah. John Schuster. Yeah. I'm excited to watch two games between these guys, even though it's the end of the year. And they'll be on in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, so this is, I, this is I think, pretty clearly the better pool out of the two of them. It's going to be tough for Matt Dunstone and his team. 
but you're right. It, Schuster, uh, Nick Eden. It's a. I don't know if it's a rivalry yet, but it's getting there. I mean, it, it's this weird thing where Schuster just beats him in finals. Yeah, and it. I is, mean, Nicholas Eden gets to more finals, <laughs> but when they meet in finals, yeah, it's it's all good for John Schuster. Well, they're it's fun to watch, right? They're pretty. U.S. gets pretty aggressive there and mixes it up. So yeah, it's it's just a fun TV event no that will be on at 2 a.m. So <laughs> uh, moving over to the next pool, Sean, who we got? We have uh, Team Kevin Cooey there after their win at the first event over in China. They are coming off of a loss in the, uh, the World Championship, a loss in the Players' Championship, and a loss in the Champions Cup. So they lost to Nicholas Adin in the World Championship final, and they lost to, uh, to Brendan Botcher twice in the Grand Slams. These teams are, like, these guys have to be exhausted. Now, Ben Hebert is not going to participate mm-hmm. in this event, so who is stepping in to throw the lead stones for Kevin Cooey there, Scott? Well, you really caught me off guard there with that question uh, because I don't have it open. So it, on Wikipedia, it still says Ben Hebert. Okay, can I do a quick search? Sure, let's do that. Like while you're searching, let's Vamp, guess. Sean, yeah, Vamp. let's guess who it could be. Like my guess would be someone like Scott Pfeiffer might step in. He knows them well. He's been around with them a long time. He could be a good option. You might look outside. I, I Am found, I right? No, no, I found it. I want you to guess. Uh, well, I guess well, Scott Pfeiffer. No, that's, but that's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah. Uh, let's go with. I'm gonna go with Kark Martin. Kark Martin. Wow. Uh, I don't know. Why not? No, uh, it's going to be Denny Newfeld. Oh, who that recent, makes sense. Recently stepped away from the Jason Gunlickson team, but that and that makes a lot of sense because he knows BJ really well, obviously from playing together. Aren't they brothers? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, they know each other pretty well. <laughs> so obvious. That's why it's obvious. Uh, but they've also played together for a long time. It's not just that they're brothers. Sure, sure. Uh, but they played together for a long time too. So that makes a lot of sense that Denny. Uh, is going in. Yeah, we can talk about that switch to Team Gunless and Two at the end briefly if we want to. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so so Kevin Cooey will be there minus Ben Hebert. Uh, Ross Patterson is going representing Scotland. This is not Bruce Mowat and his squad. It's going to be Ross Patterson. They, of course, won a Grand Slam early in the season. Haven't seen much of them around since. They, they didn't play in a lot of events afterwards. I believe they've made the playoffs at the players but uh they're going as being one of the higher ranking associations left after the three winners yeah and that's got that's got a lot to do with bruce Mowat and his team yeah yeah uh, exactly. qualifying uh yannick schwaller is there representing switzerland switzerland gets in because nicholas adin won the world championship of course we're not sure what would have happened if kevin cooey had won that game because would they have sent two Canada teams? Like, would they have found an additional Canadian team to send, or would they have just gone down to this third-ranked team that hadn't qualified? We're not quite sure. They haven't said anything about that. Yeah, I find it doubtful that they would have sent the an extra Canadian because then that's but... three of eight Canadian teams. That's yeah. a little bit of overkill. So Yannick Schwaller is there. This again, it's not the the number one team from Switzerland uh, with Benoit Schwartz and uh, Peter Peter de Cruz and that team. They're not there. Again, those guys play a ton, so it's understandable that they don't want to go to the other side of the world to play. And, and also they... one of their one of their players will be playing in the uh, the mixed doubles. So. Yeah. And then lastly, Sean, we've got uh, Team Thomas Olsrud. Yeah. Their final kick at the can. Yes. They've been, and they've said it to their last event. 
And uh, it'll be a fun way to bid them farewell. Yeah, so the last event that they're going to play together, last chance to see those pants in person, sadly. And it, it was interesting, Scott, at the Continental Cup of Curling over there in Las Vegas, it was, uh, was it Christopher Sva or Torgard Nurgard, whichever one. One of them was the, the captain. Uh, I can't remember which one. Oh, it was. Christopher Sva. It was Christopher Sva, yeah. And he was saying, actually, it was quite interesting, uh, just being on the media bench, because he was talking with uh, Nolan Thiessen a bunch. Mm-hmm. And he was saying at that point, like, you know, I, that this, this is our last season. We're not really going to play anymore. And he thought that either the players or the Champions Cup, if they could get some sort of a special invite to that, that could be their final event. Uh-huh. But no, they get this one. So they get this trip to China. It's a nice way for them to cap off their time as a team together. A team that... If Kevin Martin and Kevin Cooey didn't exist, would be a multiple-time world champion. Yeah, uh, that said, Sean, they did get one. So yeah, good multiple on time, and probably a gold medalist, an Olympic gold medalist. Yes, that's true. That's true. So uh, those are your pools, there, Sean. What do you got? You got you got picks for me here? Yeah, or? I absolutely have picks for you. I'm going to in Group A. I of course I'm going to take Nicholas Adin and his team there in Pool B. Give me. The nice sentimental choice of Kevin Cooey, <laughs> and uh, give me Nicholas Dean to win. All right, Sean, you're really you're really going out on a limb here. Uh, Playing it safe. I'm gonna I'm gonna see this backfire. It's gonna be amazing. Uh, you know what? It's possible I get no points. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, John Schuster knows how to beat Nicholas Dean. He's done it before. He's gonna do it again to get out of that pool A. And give me Thomas Olsrud. Why not? Yeah. Right? I'm, Why not? I'm shooting for the moon here. I got to make up some ground. So give me USA with Norway and give, them to me, give me a Norway World yeah. Cup champion. Getting off into the sunset with a championship. Heck yeah. They, Love it. No one's more deserving. Yeah. Well, maybe they are, but eh, yeah. whatever. And you know what? If Thomas Olsrud, if you're listening, I have a couple of very good rec- uh, restaurant recommendations in Beijing. You can just hit me up. Right on. And I can uh, I can let you know. So let's move on real quick to the mixed doubles, Scott. Group A is going to be this. We'll actually have two Canadian, two more Canadian teams here. We have two Canadian teams in the men, two Canadian teams here. Group A, first off, it's going to be Kirk Myers playing with uh, Laura Walker. Laura Walker, excuse me. Uh, the Walker Myers connection. They of course won in the first leg, and then they're in a group with China, the United States, and Switzerland. Yeah, Sean, this this group is really tough. Uh, U.S. team is uh, Anderson and Dropkin, as I mentioned before. Sarah Anderson, right? And uh, Chinese team of Cao and Yuan, and Switzerland Perea and Rios, like. Uh, these I actually are... have Chang and Mingji as the Chinese team. Oh, okay. Well, then uh, I've got to not trust Wikipedia. Hey, I, I believe you, man. I, I, it's just an easier format to read. So, I, like, overall, this is, a, this is a pretty tough, tough group. I think, I think Pere and Rios are the class of the group, but Walker and Myers are right up there. Yeah, they would be the class if they were in the group. Ah, oh, Okay. There's two Switzerland teams. Yes, I'm, I'm so this looking... is the Yagi and Michelle team who got in by being last year's world champions. Correct. They say yes. that uh, this year's world championship was 
too close to this event to be able to properly invite somebody. Which is fair. So they took last year's world champions and invited them. And that could be a reason why we're not seeing Peter de Cruz because their third Sven Michel is playing uh, here. Yes. So yeah, so this is a, I, I think between the two groups, I would actually argue that this might be the easier of the two groups, to be honest. And a, a nice path here for Laura Walker and Kirk Myers. Over in group B, the other Canadian team is Colton Locke and Kadriana Sahidik. They are playing together after winning the leg in Jan Kopen. They are playing against the Norwegian squad of uh, Kristen Skazlian and uh, what's Nerd Magnus Nerd The aforementioned uh, Pere and Rios, the multiple time, I believe, world champions out of Switzerland, and then the Russian team as well. I think the, the addition of the Norwegians and the Swiss team here. Uh, honestly, I mean, mixed doubles is so up in the air, but these this Russian team just seems like cannon fodder right now uh, for these three teams. I gotta say, yeah, I I believe though that uh, yeah, it's a it's a quite a young team. That's what I was thinking. So, uh, holy cow, Sean, this mixed doubles is going to be really fun to watch. There, this is a lot of great teams, not much to choose from between any of them. So, no, and we've seen it before in this format that in the mixed doubles, it has come down to draw to the button. In, in the past events, because there's just so little room for air here. So it's it's going to be a lot of fun in this event. I, Scott, give me an all-Canadian final. Uh, give me uh, Laura Walker, Kirk Myers, and Kadriana Sahidik, and Colton Lott. So if you pick a Canada-Canada final, then you're obviously picking a Canada winner, Sean, but which one? I like Walker Myers. I, I like... I li- I, I want this story to continue as long as possible. Uh, that Jeff Walker is sort of on the side with his hand up being like, hey, remember remember me? Remember, remember me? Hey, guys. Uh, remember, remember the only reason you're not playing with me? It's because I, I won a world championship. And, uh, yeah, so give me, give me the Canadian final there. Okay, that uh, makes it easier for me, Sean, because I'm going to go. No, I'm not going to do it. But I'm going to pick uh, Norway, and I'm going to pick Switzerland. Uh, I was hoping to go with this whole Swiss final. I was thinking about it. That's that's what uh, I was thinking about. But I think oh, that's uh, that's really tough group B with Skazlian and Nedregotten Neder, uh, in there. But, uh, yeah, give me, give me the Norwegians to come out of B. Give me uh, the Swiss to come out of Group A. Okay, I like it. You know what? I'm changing my mind. Give me USA to come out of Group A. Whoa. USA all the way. And I'm going to pick USA to win because I just want to cheer for the uh, the young buck. And, Corey Dropkin. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Sarah Anderson. They're they're fun to watch. Uh, they did really well at the first event in China. 6-0 and in the round robin. So rack them up. Rack them up. Go again. All right. I like it. So, uh, so there you have it. Our picks for the last event. There's our last set of picks until i guess august i don't know whenever curling starts again but there you have it those are picks for the final leg of the curling world cup in beijing just a couple quick notes scott mentioned the change on team gunlifson with uh Danny newfeld is not going to be on that team anymore because adam casey is going to take his spot that's right so right now we're in a situation where adam casey and ryan fry 
are going to uh, will be competing next year to break the record for the most provinces represented at a briar. They've each represented three different provinces. They'll both be going for their fourth next season. So that'll be fun to keep track of. Also, a happy trails to Tyrell Griffith, who announced on Twitter over the weekend that he is going to take a step back, long time second for Jim Cotter and all the different permeations of that team. So all the best to Tyrell Griffith, and we'll see what happens with that team. Of course, Steve Laycock moved over from Saskatchewan there for the season, so we'll see what, we see what happens there. He Tyrell Griffith, I have to say, of all the stepping back from the game posts that I've seen, I, his was actually kind of the best, mm-hmm. and one of the only ones that I actually believe <laughs> that, that I, I don't think he'll come back uh, based on what was written. Of course, you never know. So uh, all the best to Tyrell Griffith as he steps away from the competitive side of curling. Absolutely, Sean. Couldn't have said it better myself. Let's hit the road. (laughs) So we'll be back after the final leg of the Curling World Cup wraps up on Sunday, and we'll do a full recap of that. And then we'll get into our summer schedule, which we'll do weekly shows on sort of more broad-based issues more evergreen type stuff so mm-hmm. if you have ideas for it we have a couple ideas already in the hopper yep. if you have ideas suggestions for us so certainly let us know and you can hit us up at game of stones podcast at gmail.com or on twitter or instagram at game of stones pod scott is at scott lakes tv on both of those i'm on twitter at dr shawnee fever if you have not yet please subscribe to the show apple podcast I have no idea what's going on with Google Podcast. I'm so sorry. We, we've done everything we can. I, I will try to fix it. If you can find us, good on you. Uh, but everywhere else, the show seems to appear. So please do find us, subscribe, rate, and uh, give comments, all that good stuff to keep the show going. So enjoy the great weather if it's great where you are. Stay safe if you're in the flooded areas. We'll be back with you later in the week. But until then... Keep your brooms on the ice and don't dump that intern. Make the final.